thank you for joining us wherever you're listening across the world you're welcome to curious cape podcast and as we promised we'll be launching the first episode on june 30 and here we are we're very excited to launch the show today and the show will be launched with a very interesting conversation around cryptocurrency and bitcoin and we're excited to have an expert you know we'll be exploring how he started this journey his entrepreneurship journey to 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 launching uh, a bitcoin platform uh, the struggles the pain the excitement and his plan for the future this promises to be a very exciting conversation so stay tuned Welcome to the show, uh, Akin Disu, uh, who is the founder of Coinwa. Uh, Coinwa is a peer-to-peer Bitcoin trading platform in Nigeria. And um, we are very excited to have you on the show. Thank you for joining us today, Akin Disu. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much for having us here, Mr. Kolokbo. Thank you for the show. Uh, so, I just want to know, uh, how did it start for you in terms of... Uh, entrepreneurship what was your first foray into having this idea that i want to do a business or i want to run a business i want to build something for myself okay the journey into entrepreneurship started way back when i was still a kid i would say uh, i learned all this from my mom because my mom was and she's still an entrepreneur to date because I, 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 I remember growing up she had a store where she sells air and also she has another store in Lagos where she sells um, uh, clothes so this has always and I, I noticed that my dad also is like the nine to five person but I noticed my dad has more money I mean my mom has more money when <laughs> than my dad that's interesting so I noticed my, my mom was making she has more time for us even more than my dad that's running uh, a nine-to-five business so since then i feel um I, I i think by the time i grew up I, I just have it in the back of my mind that by the time i grew up i would love to be a boss of my own way i can have my own time and my family time all right I, thank you for that so can you remember or just let's go back a, a bit what was the first venture you experimented with and how did it go was it like straight up success did you fail was there some lessons learned if we can if we can just go back memory lane a bit yeah yeah i did agriculture and i did uh i won't say real estate per se but i tried to venture real estate too but it was not favorable to me so i will start with agricultural part then uh we used to buy corn from oyo like the real remote part from the real farmers in oyo state we buy corn from them then we store it in the barn for like six months when there is no um like when there's scarcity for corn, the uh, the vendors come to us to buy from us. Then we make extra, like times three of the profits. Wow, we, that's, that's we, interesting. We we bought um, the corn. So, and but along the line, I didn't really succeed with that too much because there was so much. Because I was not in Oyo, I was not based in Oyo particular. So the man, the people managing the the uh, the business for me were not so true to. So I think at that point we failed. And the real estate part also. I tried to venture into maybe building of hostels then and still it was not successful until we moved on to, an, to technology that's helping us now all right so what, what what was like the key lessons for you during those period and before we get to that point i would like to know uh did you have savings then 
uh, who was funding or investing in your, in your business at that because i know of course you're probably still in school then so how were you able to even raise funds uh to start out the, the agriculture the corn business for example okay great yeah like i said my mom has always been an entrepreneur so whenever i use whenever i have uh, any idea i push it to her she tell me okay you know what don't start big start small so from there i started learning one or two things so she gave me some money to start something very very small i started with that and along the line to go up it's with the business grew to some point but the management was very very poor so um the, the lessons i've learned from that part is that um no matter the business you're doing um so no matter the business you're doing every business requires uh, 80 percent of your time and 20% finance. So it's not all about money when it comes to business because um, your time is what really, really matters. If, if anybody's coming to your office and say, okay, okay, I'm coming to your office tomorrow, I want to come out, it is you, the business owner, that want to see, not your workers. It is you, or it's not that they are coming to your office because they like your office. No, they are coming because they want to see you. So no matter the business you're doing, just make sure you focus 80% of your time into the business. Like you have to make sure you are always available when it comes to your business facts interesting facts right there so i would I also like to know let, let's fast forward to when you started uh first time you actually heard about bitcoin where did the journey for bitcoin started for you was it you know were you having conversation with someone how, how, how were you able to build the interest in bitcoin you know cryptocurrency and how did that evolve you know you launching your open on platform for, for for changing or exchanging Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies. Okay, um, I first heard about Bitcoin 2016 from a friend, from a friend. Um, what two, no 215? Sorry, 215 from a friend. He told me about Bitcoin that there's something Bitcoin did. I was like, what is this Bitcoin thing? So he gave me Bitcoin. He gave me like ten dollar worth of bitcoin he was like ah this thing is always increasing you know, this dollar. Okay, yeah, give me. so he gave me ten dollar worth of bitcoin then like ten dollar worth so i when i when he gave me i just left it in my wallet in my blockchain wallet then then after like a month i started hearing about bitcoin again so i now went back to my blockchain wallet to check the bitcoin and i saw something like 28 dollar was like hey 28 dollar from 10 dollar to 28 dollar wow. like, no this is something i just need to uh, put my interest in so since then it has so that was like the light bulb no for that you. was the light bulb for me like no so my money can triple within and i saw the bitcoin like i sold it and i got the money like the 30 the 28 dollar value so i was like no this wow. is it so wow. since then everything is history so since then we started started helping people because i noticed many people were so naive and don't have so much information about how to exchange their bitcoin so you were actually championing bitcoin at that point exactly. because it was like you had a light bulb like wow exactly if my money can just move you know like within this is something valuable very very valuable then and were you not worried about like the fluctuations at that point because that was kind of speculative because i mean i never we... knew there was fluctuation. i was i was kind of thinking it should be going up exponentially <laughs> <laughs> i never knew there was a uh, fluctuation oh. see after maybe after like two months that i started studying i was like oh so this thing goes up and comes down and still yet i feel this is something very very extraordinary so i just and I noticed so many people were so naive, like many people don't really know much about Bitcoin. Some have Bitcoin they don't, and they want to change it to their local currency. 
they get scammed, different things. So I have to like just come on board to help people with their money and make sure everyone is safe. So at what point did you start the journey of starting out the the Coinwa, the platform? Coinwa have started even before the launch of Coinwa. Okay. Yeah, meaning we've been trading from third party app for people, like I said, Immediately, okay. uh, my money grew to $28, and I was able to sell it to a platform in Nigeria, and I got Nera in my account within minutes. The next month, I started exploring more about Bitcoin. I started exploring. I, I, I had to go through some research. I read some books, and that really gave me so much light about Bitcoin. And I noticed so many people in the space don't know much. They have Bitcoins. They don't know how to exchange it to Nera. And so that was how we come on board, and... We started helping people to trade through a third-party app, and um, we did so much trade then. We did so much, so that gave us a lot of, oh, there's something, there's something very, very special about this space that we need to be there also too. And since then, we've been trading. Before we now, before we now launched our um, website, 2019, and from there, we move. Interesting. That sounds great. So, so what can you tell somebody that does not know anything about Bitcoin, cryptocurrency all those kind of blockchain everything still sound confusing they don't even know they don't even understand it what, what can you what can you what is the simplest way you think you can just explain what a bitcoin or a crypto currency means to them okay uh, I, I will advise crypto. Yeah. it's just like getting involved in any business make sure you do your findings very well Make sure um, you do your research very well. Don't just jump into cryptocurrency because Elon Musk posted that Dogecoin. No, no, no. You have to make sure you know you 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 have the right knowledge. This is not MMM or a quick get rich um, something that you would think, oh, I will put my money there today. In the next two months, I'm getting times four. No, take your time to study what Bitcoin, Bitcoin especially, is. It's not a get rich thing. It's not a get um, get rich scheme. It's um it's a currency on its own. So take your time to do a research. It's a digital currency that is basically um focused on strength on numbers. Like the, uh, the larger the amount of people that adopt a cryptocurrency, the larger the value and and the like. So it's just it's a virtual currency. It's something that can never be feel, touch or anything. It's just a digital currency. That, uh, that is not controlled by anybody or any central authority. It's just uh, you and your money or you. Just cryptocurrencies in, in a short form is just um, you being your own bank. Like maybe I want to send $1,000 to America now. I don't need to go through a bank. It's just for me to log on to my um, to my to my to any any platform I registered my cryptocurrency with. Just log on and send it out within 30 minutes to get the um, receiver and vice versa. Or maybe maybe I want to receive some money from London, China. It's just for me to give my wallet to the person sending the money to me, and within minutes I get the money in my wallet without any bank or anybody. Do. Bitcoin is basically all about internet. Just make sure you have your internet and blockchain technology. That's it. All right. Thank, thank you very much for that. So I would I also like to ask about uh, underlying technologies because I know uh, crypto, Bitcoin is built on blockchain technology. And in Nigeria, we talk a whole lot about uh, the digital currency aspect. But what are the other underlying technologies that we can focus on, you know, as a country, because I think there was this uh, report last year that Nigeria was the second country 
trading Bitcoin globally, you know. So what other value can we harness as regards blockchain, blockchain technology? Okay, thank you very much for that question. Yeah, blockchain technology is, like I said, um, it's something that is going to shake up the world in the next few years. Like, without m- most most countries won't be able to survive this 21st century without blockchain technology. Any country that fails to adopt blockchain technology won't be relevant in this 21st century. Reason being that most um, citizens don't trust their system, especially in Africa and Nigeria. We don't trust the government, we don't trust the system. So with blockchain technology, whatever I see is what you're seeing. Whatever I get is what you're getting. It's like a proof of... um, For example, now in the case of electronic voting, like we all know in Nigeria, uh, we citizens we don't trust the electoral process. But with blockchain technology, people can vote electronically, and once you vote electronically, you can't vote twice because it will be recorded on the blockchain technology. So it can't be rigged. It can't be. It <laughs> can't be. It can't at all. Whatever. Once you turn print from your hand, like once you vote from your hand, it is recorded already, and you can't vote twice. And what so let's say ten thousand people vote in the community now. It can't be manipulated by anybody. Even if there, there is nothing that can even manip- there's nothing that can change the figure. Ten thousand if ten thousand people register, is that ten thousand that we vote, vote also? So, so it can't be manipulated on like our traditional system whereby you go with ballot papers and ballot this thing, whereby once uh maybe ten thousand people registered, before you know there'll be counting results for twenty five thousand people, but with blockchain technology. It can happen. So that's one of the example I can give for now. That's <clears throat> that's amazing. I like the fact that you know people can trust the, the system. The system. That's it's a decentralized system, decentralized system with no with no control. No, nobody controls it. It's it, it's just there. It's, it's there. It's there on hands. Nobody controls it. And I once read about mining. All right, that I mean all these calculations. You know, on the uh, blockchain technology or the blockchain blockchain platform has to be mined so you have computers in different locations across the world you know that are mining or calculating these transactions and they get rewarded for uh they get rewarded for whatever crypto they are mining so what do you think about mining crypto do people mine in nigeria uh do you think it's a way people can also explore you know to end crypto or bitcoin as it were yeah uh bitcoin mining let me Use Bitcoin mining as an example. Uh, Bitcoin mining, like we let, let me just break it down. It's just um, a way of solving thousands of mathematical problems at a time, and these problems cannot be solved by individual because these are like you calculating math, mathematics, and so these are mostly programmed in a chip with a computer. Like it's not like our normal PC computer. These are like chips that are run by machines, and this thing runs by second because it's solved thousands of solutions within seconds so this um let's say someone wants to send bitcoin out of hundred dollars to someone the um the, the, the value of the value that the calculation will be sent to um different computer just to decentralize to the system it should be sent to the system and yeah it be yeah so the, the mining miners. miners all right so their computers are going to calculate yeah it's computer so it's not even just one computer maybe one computer in us one in nigeria one in china one in togo so it's decentralized. Nobody knows anybody. Nobody can say, you know, different people are serving. Nobody knows 
it's my computer that is validating your no, transaction. No, exactly. What, it's also by different computers and nobody knows each other so it's decentralized so that gives it more power over anything like this is it so bitcoin is just a way of earning um another way it's, it's a way of earning bitcoin true mining okay. whereby you solve um calculation like mathematical problems arising from bitcoins and arising from bitcoin transactions then you get rewarded for solving a particular solutions all right that's interesting so i just want to know can you just uh give a brief uh difference between what a cryptocurrency is and what a bitcoin is bitcoin is also a cryptocurrency okay bitcoin is an example of cryptocurrency okay ethereum is an example of cryptocurrency also too but on our own platform, CoinWare, we deal basically with Bitcoin because that is the only cryptocurrency we can trust for now. Ethereum is very, very, and it's doing very, very good now also. We have a lot of shit coins whereby... Um, so what do, what do you mean by shit coins? Uh, shit coins are coins that just come, you know, like people trying to manipulate the system. They okay. just come up with some... So there are a lot of fraud. People create their coins from nowhere. Yeah, they and just they create sell their coins people. and it goes up. Before you know it goes up. Before you know it, everything crashed down within twinkle of an eye. Because nothing is backing it. Nothing I've, had, I've had someone argue that Bitcoin is also a line of code as well. That he has no inherent value. Like, why would I invest yeah, in Bitcoin? Yeah. Just some lines of code in a computer. Bye, bye, but bye. the protocol guiding Bitcoin is massive. Okay. The protocol guiding Bitcoin is is extraordinary because with Bitcoin, it's, it's um the solution is not just solved by one computer. It's solved by thousands of computers all around the world. Okay. So that alone gives it um some sort of credibility. And don't forget the fact Bitcoin is like a digital gold. So uh, and every country is even adopting. Bitcoin now, like El Salvador, Paraguay, Panama, Japan, they've all adopted crypto. I mean, Bitcoin as a means, as a legal tender, means of exchange in their country. So Bitcoin is not backed by any law, any country, any state. It's just there on its own. And it's and, and the basic thing about cryptocurrency is that most cryptocurrency, especially Bitcoin, relies on numbers, yeah. which is strength in numbers. Number. And someone once said, "This is power." Power to the people. Power to the people. Exactly. That's just a simple language. Like power to the people. The more people on board, the more powerful Bitcoin is. The more um stronger the currency is. So it's just strength in numbers. The more people on board, the more power it has. And earlier earlier this year, uh, the Central Bank of Nigeria, you know, issued a circular to all banks, commercial banks, to stop accepting uh, or to block all accounts that is affiliated uh with bitcoin or cryptos generally uh so how did that affect your business at that point uh i want to thank central bank of nigeria for coming up with that policy because that really really helped us to scale wow yeah interesting can you tell us more about that yeah because bitcoin price went 80 percent above market price it was scarce and it sold at premium at that time. So and apart from that, it helps us also to change our business model to peer-to-peer, -peer, 
which I think. So what were you? What was your business model for cost? Our our, our, our business model was exchange. We were basically a peer exchange. Okay. But we I, I noticed that when we launched the peer to peer, because we were at the brink brink of launching our hub, when CBN came with the policy, so we had to go back to the drawing board and change the whole narrative to peer to peer. And I noticed since we adopted the peer to peer um system, Bitcoin trading, uh, uh we scale X two. Than uh, than when we are still uh, doing the um, the exchange. So I think the policy is uh, is very very positive on our own part because. But right now, CBN came back recently, some weeks ago, yeah. that Nigeria is building CBN. Nigeria will build its own digital currency. Yeah, CBDC. yeah. is that what CBDC? Central Bank um, Digital Currency. Okay, yeah. So what? How how, how do you uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, it's a very, very good move. It's a, it's a, it's a sweet one for the crypto industry. It's, it's a very, very good one. Like it's, it's, it's extraordinary. It's because, like, like, like I said earlier, any country that is not looking uh, the cryptocurrency way in the twenty-first century will be left behind. So if we can adopt this and be like a pioneer in, in the system, you know, because apart from that, our digital currency will be backed by naira and. Um, dollar reserve and which makes it like a stable coin so that's a very very good one and i'll be so glad because this will definitely in one way or the other revolutionize our financial system yeah thank you thank you for bringing that up so what other way apart from people just buying bitcoin okay i buy bitcoin now i store it in my wallet you know how can how can bitcoin or cryptocurrency generally help people you know because we all talk about financial independence is there a role cryptos bitcoin can play you know in driving financial in independence for people in in taking people out of poverty yeah yeah um bitcoin specifically was built to elevate people out of poverty because like we said, it's strength in numbers and it's built for the people. So whatever is built and there's no central authority or an intermediary, just, there's no central authority, that is the government and there's not um, intermediary, which is the bank. So it can't be manipulated. Just unlike fiat currency, five naira last year, um, what I can buy 500 naira last year, I'm 100% sure I can buy 500 naira. <laughs> That's steady inflation. Inflation, but with Bitcoin, no inflation. So you can easily access your money from anywhere in the world, your money keeps growing. Like there won't be an, there won't be inflation. Your money grows on its own. You know, you you there, there will be this financial independence that you have, especially when you have some huge amount of crypto in your capacity. There's this financial independence you're gonna have. So it's 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 something that is um, that is yet to be explored because many people don't really know um, the potential Bitcoin or other cryptocurrency has now until we explore the full potential but for now we don't want to come okay so what about like the decentralized is it DeFi? yeah or, decentralized finance yeah so what about that does that have anything to do with loan you know people accessing loan because i, I know part of what you're trying to do is to you know give people loans exactly. in bitcoin exactly. you know how valuable how do you think that can transform community nigeria or africa as a continent okay great um one of the reasons we we start out this loan policy is because um we noticed um some especially for the vulnerables and uh, uh, and the smes 
So let's go to the vulnerables because we noticed um, most Nigerian communities are well endowed, like villages. They have the human resources, they have the land, and they have um, the human resources, the land, and they have um, maybe some 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 communities are endowed. Maybe maybe they grow cassava in their community, but their only problem is money. So we are focusing on on these communities. Whereby let's say your community, you guys have land that is good for, plant, um, for um, banana plantation so we just come with the loan we finance the farmers they grow these things and um, we support them with the loan they grow this um, agriculture and they produce this in a very very large amount so we are trying to just digitalize each community whereby if you guys are, good are you, uh, will you be giving them the loans in bitcoin yeah in bitcoin yes okay yeah so uh so they have to buy are you supplying are you going to uh, be helping them buying input as well because I, what i'm thinking is there has to be a point where everybody start accepting bitcoin all right you know and i believe the more people have accept Bitcoin. i know maybe does microsoft or paypal are those companies accepting bitcoin yeah right paypal now? accepts bitcoin right now okay yeah so so when you're talking about local community do you think they will be willing to learn to accept yeah. digital currency it, what they can view what yeah. is not money because Nigeria economy is still driven by cash, right? We have lots of cash transactions, more than POS or even transfers. Yeah. So how do you think people like that will be able to adopt what they can't even see because it's virtual, it's virtual. You can't touch it. Yeah. Yeah. We, 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 we know all these problems. And even before we, 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 according to the plan, once we give them this, loans and bitcoins they can exchange these bitcoins to cash from us because okay. we can buy this crypto these bitcoins back from them and give and credit their nigerian naira account with naira which they can access to do whatever they want to do on their farm the business maybe students that need some loans so we, we we have all these facilities available for them to access cash all right sound sound interesting so i, I would like to ask this question you know because i remember you said earlier in the conversation about with the agriculture business uh, that you tried and failed. So I just want to know, how do you see failure in business, personally? Mm, failure in business, like I said, it's all about management. It's all about your time. Once you don't dedicate the time to a particular uh, project you have, trust me, it's 70% on the brink of failure already. So it's all about your time. It's timing and good management, time management, good proper planning. Right. So once you have, definitely money is involved also, but I think it's all about planning, time, time especially, and management. Very, very important when it comes to business. The time is is key. 80% of the time at least to your business is very, very All right. Important. So you see, you think failure is part of running businesses, even if you have all these things in, in place, you have, you have time, you have, you have the right people. I mean, businesses still fail if they have all this, right? So I just want to know, I mean, what happens when that, you know, because our, our, our listeners, I want them to be able to capture this fact. So uh, some people don't want to start out business because they are afraid it's going to fail, you know? So people like that, what do you say to them? How should they see failure? Is that, or how did you deal with the point where uh, the, the, the corn or the agricultural business failed? Yeah. How did you handle it? Yeah, How every, did you undo the... Every, every disappointment one is a blessing. And um, if you don't fail, you, you won't learn. 
So just, uh, if you don't fail, you will learn. So I don't think failure is part of life. Every day we live, we wake up, different challenges. So I don't think that is something which, when you are running a business or you want to go anything, you just have it in the back of your mind, there will definitely be challenges. So I don't think that is something we have to be afraid of. Failure will definitely come, but it's just a way of growing also. Mm, so I just like accept it as a way of growing. Like, okay, so that next time you won't repeat such mistake that made you to fail from your previous um, dealings of business. So it's about learning. Yeah, learning it's about from... learning and progressing. So was was building your technology hard? Uh, how were you able to put together the team that were able to help you build the exchange platform? Was it hard, you know? finding talent in Nigeria because people say it's hard to get developers, they're expensive, you don't even get the right. What was the process for you in, in putting up your team to build, you know, this product for, for Coinwa? Um, I think one good thing, though nothing in life is easy, but we thank God for where we are today. Uh, one good thing about um, every business is good team. It's good to have your team and Make sure you're, you're friend with your team. As Apart from being friend with your team, just make sure you're, you are head to head with your team. Like you guys are always um, brainstorming and the like. Because um, another thing that helped Coinwa during development is that um, we make sure um, every department in Coinwa has a consultant. Whereby, okay, let's say we have a consultant here and maybe we, develop, we, we, we hired a, maybe a marketer and the marketer is not performing, the consultant can get us another marketer. So that has been like one of our business models that, that is really helping us. Maybe we have a developer and we don't like this. We get the next, the, another good developer the next minute because we have consultant that, that, that like a recruitment company that helps us with those positions. And I think that has been a very, very um, good model for us since we started. That has really helped us so much. So so, so what's, what's your plan for the future? Where do you see Coinwa? You know, in the next ten years, in the next fifteen years. Uh, in the next five years, I see Quinoa as a unicorn. Uh, billion dollar. Yeah, more than billion because we know now we have millionaire, billionaire, and Bitcoiners. So <laughs> I like that. I'm seeing Quinoa in the Bitcoiners league. League. Amazing. Amazing. Sounds good. I mean, it, very, very, very excited about you know what you're doing in that space. And uh, so what metrics do you use to, to measure the growth of your business? Is it, what is the metric that keeps you going every day? Yeah, the metrics is um, the volume of transactions. It's the volume of transactions, not no sign-ups. We believe in revenue. So revenue is like a key metric growth for us. All right. That sounds amazing. So thank you very much, uh, uh Mr. Akim Disu for joining us once again. So I would just like you to to say any any final words for for listeners. Yeah, for our listeners, um, my very very good advice is this: cryptocurrency is a very very good one. Uh, it's the future. But my advice is this: please make sure before you invest your money in any cryptocurrency, do your due diligence research try to understand the business research very well before you put your money down into any cryptocurrency because we have so many shit coins out there but please make sure you understand um cryptocurrency is now you get rich quick scheme it's not mma it's, 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 it's a currency
reality. It's a currency that is just uh, growing. So, don't think this is maybe I'll put ten thousand today tomorrow morning or next week I will get thirty thousand. No, it's not. It doesn't work that way. So please do your due diligence. Understand what you're getting into before you put your money in that. All right. Thank you very much uh, for joining us on this show. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much for having me. Also, to Mr. Carlos. All right, so that's Akin Thisu of Coinwa. Uh, thanks so much for, for listening to the first episode of the show. And please subscribe to the show wherever you get the podcast, Google Play, on Handcall. And you can connect with us on Instagram. Uh, and you can write to us on curious, at curioscare.gmail.com. See you at the next episode.